Welcome to the Faith for My Generation podcast, where our vision is to shake and shape a generation with the power of God's Word. We're on one mission, to raise up a generation of powerful believers through the relevant teaching of God's Word. I'm so thankful that you're here today. I'm your host, AJ. Let's get into the episode. Good morning. This is your wake-up call. Wake-up call 015. Press on. Wake-up call 015. Press on. Hey, I want to look at Philippians chapter 3, verses 10 through 14, and discuss this idea of press on. Philippians 3, verse 10, it says this, That I may know Him, Christ, and the power of His resurrection and the fellowship of his sufferings being conformed to his death, if by any means I may attain to the resurrection from the dead. Not that I have already obtained or am already perfected, but I press on, that I may lay hold of that for which Christ Jesus has also laid hold of me. Brethren, I do not count myself to have apprehended, but one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forward to to those things which are ahead, I press toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. I want to encourage you today as you're listening to this wake-up call to press on and press in to the things of God and everything that God has for you, everything that Christ purchased with His precious blood. These few verses that we just read, it starts off with this desire that Paul had. And of course, it's our desire because Paul didn't write this out of his own gumption or out of his own heart, but anointed by the Holy Spirit to to write down these words of truth. And he makes this sincere dedication of his life known. It is his desire to know Christ in the power of his resurrection and be a fellow and have fellowship in his sufferings. Now think about that. You know, we celebrate the resurrection of Christ Jesus at Easter time every year as a formal day, I guess you could say, but daily identify in the resurrection of Christ Jesus. Ephesians 2, Colossians 2, uh, Romans 6, Throughout the New Testament, we see that as Christians, by faith, we have been crucified with Christ, we have died with Christ, we've been buried with Christ, and we have been raised from the dead, risen together into heavenly places, seated with Christ Jesus spiritually. And we understand those things by the power of the Holy Spirit through the power of the resurrection of Christ Jesus. See, it was one thing for Christ to pay the debt on the cross. It's another that he was raised from the dead because Ephesians 1 says that that same power that raised Christ from the dead works in you and me effectually. Romans 8 says the self-same spirit that raised Christ from the dead makes you and I alive. And so we are to know Christ in the power of His resurrection, but also have fellowship in His sufferings. Now, you or I are, that doesn't mean that you or I, I have to suffer for sin's sake. In other words, Christ 
suffered so that we could be free from sin. That's not something you or I are called to do in order to atone or pay for our sins. But you and I as Christians are to have fellowship in knowing that as we carry the cross of Christ, you know what, we may get some pushback. There may be some people that get upset about the truth that we speak. There may be people that get side, they get bent out of shape, turn sideways, you know, whatever. They get mad, they get upset. Hey, look, um, there's precious brothers and sisters in Christ all over the world that they have been imprisoned for the gospel. They've been beaten, some killed. They've been let go from wrongly fired from jobs. The friends, friendships destroyed, families split apart. And it's not because they were doing anything wrong, but simply loving Christ. And the spirit of the world caused people to rage out against them. That's what it means to know Christ in the fellowship of his sufferings, to be in fellowship in his sufferings. And we are to be conformed or molded, fashioned to his death. What is the purpose of those things, though, to know Christ in the power of his resurrection and have fellowship in his sufferings? There's a purpose to that. There's an end to those faith actions that understanding by the Spirit of His resurrection and His suffering. And the end of that is to press on and press into the things of God. Notice in verse 13 it says that Paul's saying, look, I haven't arrived there yet, but this is the thing that I do. There's this one thing I do, and really there's three parts to this one thing he does. He forgets those things behind, he reaches toward those things which are ahead, and he presses toward the goal of the prize of the upward call of God. In 2 Timothy 4.7, the same apostle, Paul, by the Holy Spirit, he's ministering and writing a letter to Timothy, a young pastor of the church of Ephesus. And he tells Timothy, he says, look, I have fought the good fight. I've ran the race and I have won this crown. I'm ready to do whatever I need to do, even if it means lay down my life for the gospel. And in thinking about that race, you know, and I believe it's 1 Corinthians 9, Paul makes another analogy of how a boxer, when he's shadow boxing, you know, he's not shadow boxing just for the fun of it, but he is disciplining himself for the fight. And he also makes a point that when you run a race, you don't just run it for fun. You train and you run fast and you run hard to win a crown, to win a prize, to win first place. That's why you compete so you can win. It's, it's good to compete on some things, I believe. But notice this, you need to run with purpose in your Christian walk. When it comes to your relationship with Christ, you need to run hard and run fast and don't look back, push forward and run with purpose. In fact, when Paul says he does this one thing, I mentioned there's three parts. Notice it says that he forgets those things which are behind. Sometimes you need to forget. There are some things that you need to forget. The old you, he's dead. She's dead. You need to forget those things. You, you, you do not need to allow shame from sin that you have repented of and been forgiven of to continue to weigh you down or pull you back. There's some things you should forget. And Paul's making that point. He says, I forget those things which are behind. And so that's the first thing of this one thing, three parts to this one thing. He forgets that which is behind. He reaches toward those things which are ahead. Now think about it in this imagery of if you're running a race, you're sprinting toward the finish line. In order to run fast, you cannot look backwards and run fast forwards. You need to have your eyes set in the direction that you're running. 
so that you don't stumble, so that you don't run into someone else or something else when you're racing down a track. You need to look the direction you're going. So you forget those things are behind. You're not focused on what's behind you. You're focused on what's in front of you. Forget those things behind. Second thing, you reach toward those things which are ahead. Imagine, again, you're sprinting down a track. You're running a race. You look straight ahead to where you're going, and you push and you run as fast as you can. You run for your life. And in the Christian walk, in this believing in Christ and living day by day in the power of His resurrection and the power of His might, run toward the calling of God. Run toward Christ and His truth with everything in you as if your life depends on it, because it does. And then lastly, you keep your eyes on the finish line. I press toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. Forget what's behind you. Run fast and run hard toward the finish line. And forget everything else. Keep your eyes focused on the prize. What is the prize? Eternal life in Christ. What's the prize? Fulfilling the call of God in your life. What is the prize? bringing glory unto God. What's the prize? Seeing the promises of God come to pass in your life. What's the prize that you set your eyes on? It's many things. Myself, personally, uh, to be a husband of God, that's a, a godly husband. To be a father, that is a godly father. To honor my wife, to raise my children in the fear and the admonition of the Lord. Uh, as a pastor, to lead a people, uh, a body of Christ, a portion of the body of Christ, to lead them well, shepherd them well, honor them, speak the truth, care for them, pray for them, see them grow in the things of God. As a citizen of this nation, to see my nation shaken by the power of God. There are callings, there are gifts, there's talents that you and I have, and there's purposes that God has gifted us with, that He's put in our hearts, burning desires, and we have to set our sights on those things things and run fast and run hard as if our life depends on it, because it does. Jesus said this, and this is where I want to end today on this wake-up call. Luke 9, verse 62. Jesus made this point. He said this, But Jesus said to him, No one having put his hand to the plow and looking back is fit for the kingdom of God. In order to walk and live with Christ, run with Christ, you can't look backwards. You need to look toward the things of God. Look forward to the call of God. Look forward to what God has set before you. His goodness, His mercy, what He has need of you. You know, the Lord has need of you to do certain things in the earth, in your family, in your church, and it's your obligation, it's your responsibility as a good Christian, as a faithful, godly man or woman that serves God, you've got to set your sights on what God's put before you and go all out for the kingdom of God. Go all out for Christ Jesus. Hebrews 6.1 tells us this, that we go on to perfection. We go on to maturity. We, you know, there's a point in time where we're learning about God, the things of God, but we mature and we build upon the foundational truths we have. And so that's what I want to encourage you today is to press on in the things of God. Press in to the things of God. Don't look back. Look forward. Look the direction that Jesus has taken you. Keep your eyes on the prize and the finish line and run with everything that's in you. 
press on into the things of God. Hey, I'm so thankful that you joined me today, whether you're listening on the podcast or via Facebook, Instagram, on the video. Remember, every Thursday I release another Teaching on the Faith for My Generation podcast. Come find me. Subscribe on any podcast channel, wherever you can get podcasts. And if you're enjoying what you hear on the podcast channel, please leave me a five-star review. Several of y'all have already done that, and it really does help me get up there so I can see, more people can see the podcast channel and get hooked up with the teaching of the Word of God. I'm very thankful for you. I pray God's best for you. And remember, we are the faithful. I'll see you next time. Thanks so much for joining me for this episode of the Faith for My Generation podcast. Remember, every Monday I've got a brand new wake-up call for you. And every Thursday I've got a brand new episode right here on Faith for My Generation podcast. And remember, we are the faithful.